0: Alright guys, and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Just a Guy Talking Football Podcast with PJ Janky. Let's run it back from last night, guys. The Chargers taking on the New York Jets. Chargers won this one 27-6. I found myself in the shoes of a Jets fan last night, I guess, because I had some betting interest on... The Jets, and I gotta say I feel for every Jets fan out there because, man, that was not a fun spot to be in when you're trying to root for the Jets. They are, um, defensively, they're a good team, but offensively, they they are frustrating. They are frustrating, to say the least. I mean, they were actually moving the ball a couple times, all right, but turnovers and... Just absolute stalls on offensive uh, drives was the name of the game for the Jets. Like I said, very infuriating if you're a Jets fan or had betting interest on the Jets last night. But name of the game, defense is dominated. We saw the Chargers defense have eight sacks. We saw the Jets team have five sacks. But like I said, the main thing was the Chargers had those three turnovers and we saw it from the beginning of the game. The Chargers ran that one back. And I was like, oh man, that's that's gonna be trouble. Because the Jets aren't necessarily a team that comes back from a touchdown or more. They kind of like to keep it super close. Which the under did happen. You know, the Jets like to keep it low. But once it was f- Seven, then it went fourteen. I was like, "Uh oh!" Unless the Jets have some miracle in them, and or I thought unless the defense was going to do a pick six or something, but that didn't happen. Needless to say, Chargers, the Chargers weren't necessarily the Chargers last night. They played okay on offense. I mean, they scored on the short fields that they that they got from the Jets a couple times. They were two for two in the red zone. Jets were zero and two in the red zone. And that's it. If you're not gonna put, if you're not gonna punch the ball in the end zone, you're not gonna win games. So Jets' uh, winning streak stops at th- three. Chargers move win- their winning streak up to two. Now let's go over our post week nine power rankings. Actually, I'm sorry. Real quick, let's just go over what my record was last week. Last week, money line nine and five. Uh, against spread eight and six. So starting to trend better in the on the against the spread and then over under i was six seven and one with one push okay but overall guys money line i'm 81 and 55 for the year against the spread i'm 53 78 and four that's not very good i know and then over under i'm 74 60 and two okay post week nine power rankings guys had a couple teams on a buy that actually did kind of move around a little bit on here just because other teams did not play so well so we're going to start at the bottom of the barrel, number 32, and that's the Carolina Panthers. Now, people could argue the way that the Arizona Cardinals played that they should be the bottom of the bottom of the keep. The problem that I got with the Panthers versus the Cardinals and why the Panthers are on the bottom is the Panthers pretty much have their team in place for this year. They've got all their guys that they have, and this is it. I don't see it getting very much better. Uh, it could definitely get a little worse. They're just, that offense just, 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 just does not throw me. Now, on the reverse side, the Cardinals being number 31, they have a chance to get Kyler Murray back this week. And it looks like he's trending to play. And that could just be a whole different story for the Cardinals. Now, they got a lot of injuries still, but getting Kyler back affects them to jump up one spot in the power rankings, if you will. Number 30 on this list. The New York Giants. Bad game against the Raiders. Then you lose Daniel Jones for the season. He tears his ACL. It's the Tommy DeVito and Matt Barkley show it looks like it's going to be because I don't think Tyrod Taylor's ready to be back soon. Oh, Giants. It's going to be a long season for having such a great season last year. Man, you guys are paying a price for it this year. 29, the Chicago Bears. Now, why did they jump up one spot over the Giants? Well, Giants just lost their starting quarterback for the year. And the Bears might be getting their starting quarterback back this week. So Justin Fields is, is looking like he might be able to play with his uh, from his dislocated thumb. We'll see. Offense definitely in the first half looked better against the Saints. They kept that game a little closer than I think everybody thought it would be. Bears training the right way, but still we're not talking about too much. They're 29th on the list. They're, you know, 2-7. two, and, two and seven. So what else are you going to do? All right, number 28 on this list. Not a surprise here, guys. The New England Patriots. They just, I don't know what's going on with them. They don't know what's going on with them. One week they win some fluke game and the next week they just get crushed. And I mean, they didn't necessarily get crushed by the Commanders, but it wasn't much of a game to write home about. All right, number 27 on this list and they fell down in quite a few spots because don't know how long Stafford's going to be out for and what the status is, but if they don't have Stafford, they're nothing, and that's the Los Angeles Rams. That offense runs through Stafford on the on being the quarterback and without him, and they might need like I said yesterday, they might want to start thinking about what their future is because Stafford isn't a spring chicken by any means. He's had a couple, bunch of injuries the last couple years. I know he fights through them. He's a tough guy, but man... The Rams, without a quarterback, they look very pedestrian. All right, number 26 on this list is the Green Bay Packers. They just beat the the, uh, aforementioned um, Los Angeles Rams. They look better. I'm still concerned about that passing game, but they got to start somewhere, and they started with the run game. The run game started to look better. There you go. Beat the Rams. We'll see what goes on here. Number 25 we have the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders definitely had a better performance with a new coach. It seemed like they breathed a big sigh of relief in that locker room. Played better, played more inspired football. Maybe Antonio Pierce is the answer. It's way too early to tell. We always see this though with the new coach. Team responds, wins the first game. We'll see what goes on. Raiders, you've got the Jets on Sunday Night Football, which Obviously, the Jets are very beatable, but they've got a tough, got a tough defense. And I don't know if the uh, Raiders have the same kind of offensive caliber as the Los Angeles Chargers did to put some points up on them. Number 24, Denver Broncos. This team's got a great test this next week going to Buffalo. I'm not going to say they're going to beat Buffalo, but Buffalo's definitely beatable. Buffalo's beatable, guys, this year. That's, that's it. Buffalo's beatable. Uh, I know that they just lost to the Bengals and people were like, oh, they're going to bounce back. They could. Denver's had a week to think about this game and plan for this game. So we'll see what happens. Denver, you got a lot riding on your power rankings here in this next week. You go into Buffalo and beat Buffalo, you're climbing up those rankings. So number 23 on this list, and this team is kind of confounding me. It's the Atlanta Falcons. They did the quarterback switch like I thought they should or would do. But my problem is, They've got these offensive weapons and it just doesn't seem like they know how to use them. I I'm starting to get concerned if Arthur Smith is the right guy for this team. I wonder if his if the hot seat will start if they're going to just wait to try to get him a quarterback and see if that makes it better. I don't know. It just seems like when you've got Bijan Robinson and he the and Kyle Pitts and I know Drake London was hurt but man you've got some skilled players on there and your your highest uh receiver was Jonu Smith I I don't know it seems like they got to do some working out there and especially in a bad NFC South division where it's a completely winnable division speaking of another NFC South team this is a Tampa Bay Buccaneers hard fought game against the Texans I thought they were going to pull that one out the whole time They ended up not because C.J. Stroud just went bananas. But Buccaneers, where was that tough defense that was at the beginning of the year? Man, that just got shredded by Houston. And number 21 on this list is the Houston Texans. Slowly climbing up this list. Great performance by by C.J. Stroud. Okay performance by their defense. Still a lot of work to do, but definitely trending in the right direction. Number 20 on this list. Washington Commanders don't know what which direction this team's going I think it's I think it's slowly starting to kind of cave in great response though winning this game against the lowly Patriots even though you traded off two of your main defensive starters we'll see what happens but I think it's going to be clean the house time at, at Washington at the end of this season number 19 we've got the Tennessee Titans another team trending in the right direction Tough loss against the Steelers, but they played them hard in Pittsburgh. I think Will Levis will start the rest of this season. I think he should start the rest of this season. Now, is there going to be growing pains with that? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. But if you can start to get those growing pains now, it just is going to keep going. He's a good spark for your team. And you can obviously see that because the passing game has definitely opened up in Tennessee, which wasn't there at all at the beginning of the season. Number 18, Indianapolis Colts. Hey, you guys don't turn over the ball like you did this last game where zero turnovers. You guys will keep putting more in the win column. I'm not saying it's a sexy team. They play competitive football on both sides. Minshew, like I said, as long as he eliminates the turnovers, he's not a bad quarterback. And he's trying to prove something in this league that he can be a starter. So it's up to you, Colts. Like I said, not a sexy team at 18, but a competitive team nonetheless. All right, number 17, the New York Jets. And I kind of went into some of my thoughts about them earlier. Very confounding. Great defense. Plays tough. But their defense almost has to hold a team to 14 or less points because their offense just cannot put something together, whether that's turnovers or just stall drives. And Zach Wilson, you can't hold on to the football that long. You got to have, I mean, my you know, my internal clock was going crazy on some of those uh, sacks he was taking or hits. So needless to say, Jets got some work cut out for him, you know, and there's the rumors that Aaron Rodgers is going to try to come back in a couple weeks, which I, I think they're aiming for December, which would just be crazy. And I just hope he's healthy enough to come back because it's not like that line can protect anybody with giving up eight sacks. So, number 16 on this list. Bad game this last one for the Seattle Seahawks. Got their butts kicked in Baltimore. Still a good team. Kind of curious to see what direction they're going to be going. Receivers, running game, everything just was not clicking. Needless to say, middle of the pack team right now. All right. Number 15, a team trending upward the last couple games, the Los Angeles Chargers. Hey, defense has played lights out the last couple games, which is a great thing to see. Offense has definitely started to put some stuff together, which I never really was worried about their offense other than the Chargers will be the Chargers. I still think at the end of this the Chargers will be the Chargers, but hey, making a little noise the last couple weeks. Number 14 on this list, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, it wasn't a pretty game against Chicago, but they put one in the win column. I think they're the kings of the NFC South. Not saying that that's much whatsoever, but this offense can do a little bit. Their defense has still got some uh, fight left in it, so we'll see what happens. Number 13 on this list, Minnesota Vikings. I couldn't really move them anywhere. They had a great win against the Falcons with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback who just got there like two seconds ago. I'm guessing that Josh Dobbs is going to be their starter from here on out. Now, what if can he lead them to a playoff run? I don't know. Kevin O'Connell has his work cut out for him. And supposedly he doesn't see this as a challenge, but rather than an opportunity. And boy, this is a, this is going to be impressive if he leads Minnesota on a playoff run with Josh Dobbs as his quarterback. All right. Number 12 on this list. Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson's back. Look better. Offense looks way different with Deshaun Watson, and they're way different. Actually looks like they can score some points. That defense is scary. If Deshaun Watson can stay healthy, big if, this team is probably a playoff team. I I gotta say it. I mean, all the AFC North teams are, are in the fight there, but man, this team is really looking good right now. Number 11, the Pittsburgh Steelers. <clears throat> now, the Steelers, on the other side, have a great defense. People get very frustrated about their offense. But you know what? Their defense keeps them around in games, and their offense makes that play when it needs to make the play. It's not the most, you know, it's anxiety-ridden football, <laughs> I would like to say, but it's the kind of stuff that's it happens. They, they just keep winning games, especially when you're they're, they're around in them. So you keep them around in the fourth quarter, you're going to see what happens. Pittsburgh Steelers win. That offense might cost them some games later on, though, because they can't get two down in a game. They're, they're not coming from far back to win. So just a little point there. So Steelers defense has to play lights out to keep this team in. Number 10, just because I don't know what's going on with this team, and that's the Miami Dolphins. They beat up on bad teams But they Just They can't beat a good team And until they beat a good team They're going to stay probably right around here Probably around 8, 9, or 10 Alright, number 9 The Buffalo Bills Another team that I'm a little worried about They got A couple, you know They got the Denver Broncos this week Which, you know, is a winnable game We'll have to see The, the Buffalo Bills are definitely beatable We'll have to see what Buffalo does. They've got a crazy stretch coming on up where they've got the Jets, which is a tough AFC East opponent, no matter what the record is. They've got the Eagles, they got the Chiefs, and they got Dallas. So the Buffalo Bills have a gauntlet to run here real soon. Eight on this list, Detroit Lions. Had a bye week last week, stayed about where they were. You know, maybe they moved up a spot. All right, we'll have to see how they come back I think I think they're going to get some guys healthy From the bye Detroit Lions number 8 Number 7 on this list The San Francisco 49ers Big trade with Trace Young during the bye week He's been practicing with them all week We'll have to see what happens here I think the Niners are getting ready to make a run But they have to stop That losing streak And they have to do it this game Coming on up Okay, number six on this list. The Cincinnati Bengals, guys. Boy, they jumped from the high 20s to the top 10 on this list pretty quick. And that's because they're playing great football. So they, this is what they do. They start off slow, and then they turn it on. This is a team that definitely is tough on defense and on offense. They can put up points against you, and they got a defense that just drives you nuts. So... Bengals real players this year for the rest of the way, I think. Number five on this list: the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are had a buy. Still think that that defense is greatly underrated. I think their offense is just starting to click with all the new points that they got. Or guys, I I believe in Doug Peterson. I think this team is really a dark horse candidate to be in the AFC Championship game. Number four. Dallas Cowboys. Tough loss against the the top team in the Philadelphia Eagles, but they played hard. All they got to do is they've got to keep beating up on the lowly scheduled people that they have coming up. I think they got the Giants next. Beat up on them. Keep beating up on them. Go play the Eagles again in December and then see what you guys can do. Number three, Baltimore Ravens. Beat up on the NFC, uh, Seattle Seahawks continue their dominance over the NFC. This is a definitely, uh, I don't know if you could call it a dark horse candidate. I, they're a top candidate to be in the AFC Championship as well. You got to watch out for them. They play tough on both sides and it looks like that passing game is really getting going under Todd Munkin. Defense is awesome. We, they're going to be they're going to be fun to watch, and I think they're going to be trouble for anybody in the AFC playoff picture. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, they they keep winning. Their defense is playing great. I'm still a little worried about their offense if their defense can't hold somebody. Because now I get it. It's Patrick Mahomes. He'll probably figure it out. They'll probably figure it out. They probably don't care who they throw to. I just wonder if a team like the Ravens or the Bengals come in and start putting up a lot of points and then play tough defense on the other side, how they're going to do. I'm curious, but they usually always prove us wrong. Let's see what happens. Number one on this list. Not a surprise here, guys. The Philadelphia Eagles, they keep doing what they are doing. They play tough they survived that comeback by Dallas, did their thing, putting up points when they need to, playing efficient football, playing defensively. All right, guys, that's our post-week nine power rankings. Tune in Thursday. I'll preview the Thursday night game in between the Bears and the Panthers. I'll give you my picks. But for now, guys, just a guy talking football podcast with PJ Janky. And I'm out.